This podcast is brought to you by nbs.fm, the no bullshit podcast network. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of The Startup Diary. Today, we have co-founder and CEO at Claris Designs, Rachel Haley, in the hot seat for 600 seconds of rapid fire questions. You'll hear more from Rachel and how she helps young startups find traction and scale by optimizing their sales process with strategy and outsourced execution tomorrow. But for now, here's Rachel Haley for her 600 seconds. Enjoy. Rachel, I have 600 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. What is the one thing that you know now that you wish you could tell the 18-year-old version of yourself? Bet on yourself and take risks. It's definitely worth it in the long run, even though it feels really scary. Love that. What is your favorite software tool that people need to know about? Gosh, I think it's Evernote. I feel like that product has helped me stay so organized. Maybe everyone does know about it, but it's a favorite of mine. I'll be honest. I didn't realize Evernote was still the thing. Um, I used to use it way back then. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a while. And I do my best not to follow up on these, so I'm going to move on. Um, what would you rather give up, Google Maps or Netflix? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Netflix. I use Google Maps all the time. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you've been given and who gave it to you? The best piece of advice that I've been given was from my co-founder, Greg Daly, which is fail fast and learn from it. He really shaped my relationship with failure. And I think it's partly why I'm okay failing in the business now, because I know that there's always a growth opportunity for that. So that advice has really helped Claris succeed to where it is today. Love that. It's a new one for the show as well. What do you use, Apple or Android? Apple. I am an Apple product guru. (laughs) (laughs) What book do you most often gift or recommend to others? Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. I think everybody needs to read and reread and highlight and take notes. And take the masterclass. I can't speak highly enough about that book. Uh, the, the masterclass as in masterclass, the service. Correct. Correct. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was on there. That's, that's a note for me. And yes. I, I guess as a side note, people listening, when you look at it, you'll think I'm not a salesperson. I don't need to, every single person alive should read it. Whether you, it just helped me negotiate better with my wife, to be honest. Uh, right. Which, or even <laughs> communication in general. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Great recommendation. I'll, uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, Rachel, who's had the largest impact in your life, but taking family members and partners off the table? So this person probably doesn't know this, but it's Katie Hall. So she is the founder of Hall Capital Partners, which is an asset management firm in San Francisco. She is such a pioneer in the field of finance and one of the few women founders of a financial management firm. And the way that she leads the company, the way that she carries herself really was the inspiration to me to start my own business. Uh, I was so fantastic to be able to work for a female leader right out of college. And she has such a strong female empowerment that she focuses throughout her business on. It really inspired me to, to do the same. I love that. I'm going to have to find Katie and make sure I share this episode with her so she does know because that's pretty much <laughs> That would be fantastic. She'll, she'll enjoy hearing that. Uh, Rachel, how did you make your first ever dollar? Oh my goodness. Babysitting. Yes. Well, that's a new I one. was a 
Yeah. My wife, by the way, side note, uh, I put babysitting in my calendar when I'm looking after my own kids and it drives my wife crazy. Um, and she says, <laughs> she says, it's not babysitting. I said, I know it's not because you're not paying me, but I'm still calling it that. Uh, <laughs> it is. I think it is. <laughs> uh, Rachel, how close have you been to quitting and why? Oh my gosh, so close. I feel a lot and I'm not afraid to admit that. I think that I've been close to quitting a numerous numerous times in my life, whether it was any one of the jobs that I've had or technology as a whole. I think usually when I get to that point, I've been trying the same approach multiple times, but looking for a different result. So the definition of insanity. So really I try to take a step back and think about what am I doing day to day that isn't working and what's a new approach that I can take. And then I'll take a new approach and it usually works out a million times better and I don't have to quit at that point. Yeah, I love that. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. I would much rather be up at 5 a.m. and asleep by like 7 if I could. (laughs) Uh, On on that note, as a follow-up question, what does your morning routine look like? Sure. So I get up early in the morning. I will usually have a cup of coffee and think about my day and figure out what I want to get done. I do that for around 30 minutes. Then I'll look at emails for about 30 minutes and just spend only that amount of time checking them. Uh, Then I'll go for a run and I'll exercise. I'll remove myself from the quote unquote fire drills that I see and think about the business and then uh, come back and start my day. I love that. I've actually got into a similar routine myself. I'm only about four weeks into it, which is like admin in the morning with a coffee, a bit of exercise, and then into the day. And it's it's completely changed how productive I feel in the business, to be honest. Yeah, fantastic. Rachel, you're hosting a dinner party. Dead or alive, who are the first three invites going out to? Can't be family or friends. This is a controversial answer, but I'm going to say it anyway. So um, Elon Musk... Steve Jobs, and then Adolf Hitler actually is someone that I would want on my on my guest list, mainly because I would really want to understand how his brain works. And I know that that's very bizarre, but I think that there's there's a lot of questions that I have. I think uh, you'd probably want to ask a lot of questions, and we'd all want to hear the answers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's the first time I've heard his name on the show, but I think it's a very valid uh, insight in terms of just trying to understand how someone like that can operate. But there's a risk that I completely derail yeah. questions by going down that rabbit hole. So I'll pull it back to how, <laughs> how do you plan your week's work? That is a very good question that I continuously try to refine every week. But normally I'll sit down Sunday evening and think about the the key things that I want to get done in that week. That if everything else fails, what are the three things I want to make sure that I did? And I try to make them more strategic, long-term oriented than tactical. And so I budget in time to work on those three things. And I will schedule time that I don't let anyone book over and actually give myself the space to work on those problems, regardless of what else comes up. And that I found very productive. So figuring out what you want to do, scheduling that time in first and having that immutable, and then letting everything else throughout the week fall into place as it may or may not. I love that. And I think one of the key takeaways for that as well is you do it on a Sunday evening, which is when there's no fires, no distractions, and you're thinking clearly. Uh, because when you get into Monday and you check your inbox, then other people take over your priorities at that point in time, which is something that um, I've, I've learned. Um, 
What social media platform do you spend the most time on, Rachel? Shamelessly, I think Instagram. I spend a lot of time on that. And then close second would be Twitter. I thought you were going to say TikTok, by the way. You said shamelessly. I thought, oh, TikTok here. Um, <laughs> no, no, I actually don't have a TikTok account yet. I should probably do that. I'm aging myself here without uh, having that. I had one. Spent three hours on it. Time flew by, deleted it, never revisited it again. It's the biggest <laughs> in the world. Uh, cri cryptocurrency, future or fad? Future. I'm a huge fan of crypto. Uh, I've got to follow up and ask uh, why. Why? Yeah, it's not because I disagree, but I'm curious to hear why. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, I think we could do a whole uh, show on that, but I think that like as more people become familiar with it, it's like more like a regulated type of currency uh, that I think is actually more secure. Uh, regardless of what other people think. So I think that that is something that like slowly countries will start to be okay with. You know, the Isle of Man already uses it as its national currency. So maybe they're trendsetters. Oh, is that true? I didn't know that. Okay, wow. Uh, every day yeah. of school day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, think once, uh, I think once the utility part of it comes out, then it's going to be really interesting. Um, hmm. But like I say, it could be a whole podcast. Uh, I'm interested to hear your feedback on this one. Um, if you had to be the CEO of another company, which company would you drop yourself into and why? I think my answer to this one is probably a fun answer. So I would probably be the CEO of a small mountain res ski resort near Lake Tahoe called Mount Rose. I love to ski and I think it's some of the most fun that I've ever had when I was a ski instructor during winter breaks uh, in college. And it's a very interesting operations, one that I don't think actually is always highly profitable, but it seems like it would be such an interesting problem, but you'd also have so much fun doing it. And it'd be a completely different type of experience that I've ever um, had to do before. I love that. That's cool. If you had to train someone on one topic, what would it be? Ooh, interesting. <laughs> train someone on one topic hmm i would say hiring like a rubric for hiring people how do you do that how do you ask really good interview questions that are concise and consolidated but you can still glean the answers that you need to make an accurate decision on if that person is a good fit for your business I'm expecting to see that on Masterclass in the future from yourself. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Maybe someday. <laughs> I, I'm adding 15 seconds onto the shot clock because uh, you just passed over 600 seconds, but I want to hear this one. Rachel, last but not least, what do you want your legacy to be? Oh my goodness. That is such a good question. I want my legacy to be one where other people feel inspired to take a risk on themselves even if it feels like every fiber in their body is fighting them and it feels so scary. I think if everyone could really break out of their shell of the day-to-day -day and what feels comfortable and just take a risk, we'd have so much more creativity and ingenuity and overall happiness in the world. And I, I really hope that I can inspire someone who's sitting at home who is on the verge of maybe betting on themselves or starting their own venture but feels like they just can't do it to just take a leap. I had no idea what I was doing when I started it and it was the best decision I could have ever made. 
absolutely love that on a note to end on guys if you listen to this don't forget to tune into tomorrow's episode where rachel basically gives me a masterclass on getting out my own way building process and scaling a business rachel you've been an absolute blast thanks for joining us today thank you so much for having me